0: Log TALK RADIO You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are
1: heroes.
0: Your legends. Get driven, stay driven.
2: to Maverick's Comic Roundup, number 20, here on the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. I am your host, the Maverick, and I do welcome you to the show here every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. on Totally Driven Entertainment Radio. We bring you all the cool comic book news, excitement surrounding this week's big ECCC convention, Emerald City Comic Con, if you're not into (laughs) fun initials. And we'll be talking about some of the news coming out of that this morning. We also have back on the show Princess Maria will be joining us later on, and she will be reviewing uh, Volume 4 of Dance Class. A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Paris is this one, so we'll be talking about that really cool all-ages graphic novel from Paper Cuts Comics. And a whole lot more coming at you with a new six-shooter and more. So, without fur- any further ado, let's get into the news. Yeah! The classic board game Clue is coming to comic books. That's right. IDW Comics announced this week that they are putting out a Clue comic book. It looks like it's going to be a five-issue miniseries that will follow the basic plot of the game. Mr. Body is killed in his own dinner party, and everyone is a suspect. In classic Clue fashion, issue one is going to feature three different endings, uh, which I think is quite clever and... uh, took a uh, creative – depending on which variant cover you purchase, uh, the ending of the book will be different. Now, of course, if you purchase all three, you'll be able to see all three endings, but uh, I think this is a really fun way to kick it off. I don't know if they're going to keep it up through all five books. I think it will be kind of difficult to do. But uh, yeah, I I read this, and I thought at first it was uh, a little bit of a goof, but they made a clue movie now there's going to be a Clue comic book uh, variant covers uh, with different endings. Uh, that's set to come out in June. Uh, I'll be checking that out and probably talking about it on the show. Interesting concept. IDW has uh long relationship with Hasbro who does the Clue board game. Uh, they also license out the, both the Transformers and My Little Pony to IDW and those are two of their biggest sellers. So we'll see how Clue does. Uh Over in the world of animation, Marvel, and Star Wars, Star Wars Rebels has been renewed for a fourth season. Uh, The show is currently heading into the end of its third season, and uh, no other information has been given pertaining to the show and what's going to come. Now, uh, getting a fourth season from Disney is kind of a big deal. Most of their shows run three seasons and done. So they have a lot of faith in Star Wars Rebels. It'll be interesting as it gets closer to the world of A New Hope, how things play out. And this past weekend's episode was a big one in terms of that, as we saw the, probably the formation of the actual Rebel Alliance. So Star Wars Rebels comes back for season four, probably next fall if they follow suit. Staying in the world of TV, casting has been announced this week for ABC Marvel's The Inhumans. Um can't call it a spin off of Agent of Shields, but the Inhumans were introduced to the world on Agents of Shields. There's going to be a two hour pilot that's going to be released in theaters before the debut of this show and they announced the cast. And it looks like they got all the big players as far as the Inhumans go, if you're familiar with them. Uh Anson Mount will be playing the King, Black Bolt. Uh Isabella Cornish will be Crystal. Mike Mosh will be Triton. Sonia Balmones will be Aura. You, yeah, I can't even, visit. I'm going to batter this one. Akawakor is Gorgon. I apologize to that poor person. Eiland Rowan is Maximus. Ken Long is Karnak. And Lockjaw will be playing himself, which is good because there's not a lot of roles in Hollywood for a two-ton teleporting dog. you think there would be, but there just doesn't seem to be. So we we'll more on the inhuman situation as it develops based on the comics. Uh, also coming up from in the comics part of it, they're getting ready for their big relaunch, uh, Inhumans Prime ships this month, which kind of reboots the and resets the Inhumans after the war with the X-Men. So big things coming there as Marvel uh, continues to push the Inhumans forward into a place of prominence in their world. Staying in television for a moment but switching companies – Disney Channels China and McLean and Nafessa Williams have joined on to CW's Black Lightning. Uh, this is a series we talked about a couple weeks ago that they picked up. Um, it was turned down by another network. Cress Williams will be playing the lead, and uh, the story kind of takes place uh, relatively current to the Black Lightning storyline. He has two daughters who both inherit his mantle. Um, Looks like they're going to play a big part in the series, and he comes out of retirement to help them. So no word on when we'll be getting a pilot or if that's going to be picked directly up and joining the CWDC universe, as it were. But we'll be keeping our eyes out on that in the weeks and months to come. As you know, we get closer and closer to the fall premiere season, we'll be hearing a lot more about these shows, I'm sure. so big news out of Emerald City Comic Con we mentioned it was going on this week well the big news so far it's still happening there's one more day left there hasn't been a ton of big news coming out but Image Comics has announced a slew of books coming out creator owned the biggest of which by far is that Matt Wagner is returning to the world of Mage for the third part of the Epic Mage Trilogy, Mage the Hero Denied. Now, it's been 34 years since he started this trilogy. Uh, there's been about 10 to almost 20 years in between volumes of Kevin Matchstick's story. If you're not familiar, very classic, popular story. Kevin Matchstick is a normal guy who finds out that he is the reincarnate King Arthur, the Pendragon, as it were. And with his trusty Excalibur, which happens to be a baseball bat, he goes on to... Battle Evil, it's uh, very critically acclaimed. It's still in print today. One and two are still out there. Uh, very popular, and, and a lot of people were very excited to hear that Matt Wagner's coming back to Mage uh, to finish the, the epic trilogy. Um, so we'll be definitely seeing, definitely checking that out and talking more about it as it gets close. And if you went to see Logan this weekend, Logan the big movie opened up based on, of course, the X-Men <laughs> fan favorite Wolverine. Is fan favorite even the right word for that? I don't know. But before, they didn't do a teaser. They did a teaser preview, not a, a scene at the end. People were waiting for the famed Marvel's uh, after credit scene, but they got it before the movie, of course. Cause for, uh, Deadpool has to be different. Deadpool 2 teaser preview uh, – it was actually released online to coincide so people can see it. Uh, very funny spoof of Deadpool uh, kind of spoofing Superman trying to change in a phone booth. Uh, lots of humor, and uh, just a warning out there, uh, it is Deadpool, so there's some, some so lots of blood and uh, even a little bit of nudity in the two-minute trailer. Uh, but it is funny if you're a teen and you want to check it out definitely hop all over. It's all over the internet. It's very, very funny. I enjoyed it. So that is coming soon to a theater near you. So Pretty slow news week. That's all I got for now. Like I said, I'm expecting more coming out of Emerald City, but we'll be covering it in the future. We're going to go and take our first commercial break, and when we come back, Princess Maria will be on, and we'll be talking about Dance Class.
0: Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. Five dollars. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in Southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.casey'scause.com. And remember, five dollars is all it takes. Casey's Cause. www.casey'scause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215 288 7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stories page on Facebook.
2: And we're back to Mavericks Comic Roundup here on the Totally Driven Entertainment Network. We do thank you for tuning in this Sunday, and joining us now on the line is Princess Maria herself. Welcome back to the show.
3: Hi. I was on recently, too, so...
2: Um, you have to speak up a little bit.
3: Oh, sorry. <laughs> good?
2: Uh, Better, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, sorry.
2: That's okay. That's okay. It's the beauty good. of live radio. Just make sure you're speaking into the microphone. How are you, dear?
1: I'm good. How are
2: you? Uh, very good this morning. And you are checking in again with us to talk about... The dance Class.
1: Dance class,
3: comics.
2: Uh, dance class, if you don't know, is a graphic novel series put out by Paper Comics. It follows of young ladies and their trials and tribulations through the world of dance. And we uh, have Princess Maria come in to review these books because she is a competitive dancer herself and a lifelong lover of the art of dance. Yeah, I love dance. It's so much fun. Um, And, of course, we've had you on several times. Actually, this is actually the fifth time you've been on because we jumped out of order once because we wanted to cover the Christmas uh, book. Oh yeah! But now we're back on. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, volume four of the series, and what's it called?
3: The funny thing that happened on the way to Paris.
2: Oh, ooh la la!
3: Uh huh.
2: Now, do the girls actually go to Paris?
3: They do. They go to Paris for one of their ballet competitions, and it's only certain groups get chosen.
2: Oh, very cool. Only certain groups out of their school? The
3: judges will pick the winners.
2: Now, you've traveled uh, quite a bit in your dance career, but never to Paris? Never. Now, how do you think that would go?
3: Well, I kind of think it would go somewhat like what happened in the book, but not quite because the girls, whenever they would have a break in the competition, they would put on their clothes and they would run to the store across the street to get the good sales in Paris. Um, and then they'd come back and do their dance.
2: <laughs>
3: so I think we'd all be out yeah, shopping. I,
2: I yeah. I <laughs> I don't know how the girls could resist doing a little shopping in Paris.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Dance class follows three girls, Lucy, Aaliyah, and Julie. Tell us about the girls.
3: Well, they're all, like, best friends, and they almost every style of dance, and you, ca- they all go to the same school together, so they're all really close all the time. And it's just, they're all teenagers, and it's just following them, like, what happens. I guess it's throughout the week, maybe. I'm not sure. But you get to see what happens to them and what they are doing.
2: Yeah, and dance class—the series—it's a series of small, uh, one or two-page comic strips that are all interconnected in tell a bigger story. And this one tells the story of their uh, competition in dance class. It also follows their personal lives, their friends, and bum 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 boyfriends in some instances.
3: Yeah, that seemed to be a bigger. It seems to be happening more in this, um book because uh we all know Julie and Tim was a thing. And now Lucy has a boyfriend. Don't where, where's his name?
2: Uh, Elliot. So Oh, so there's more boy drama. Now is Elliot a dancer too?
3: Uh, I believe Elliot is a dancer. He was in the studio, so
2: Okay, but you never really saw what he was doing. Is he someone introduced no. this time?
3: Um, I'm pretty sure he was a background character in other um, episodes, but I don't think he's had like this much of a role. Like he wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Involved. In the story. Steps
2: up to the big leagues. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. All right, so the basic plot. What else happens? They go to Paris and they go to compete. Um, There's some boy drama. Tell us some more about the story. Well,
3: um, everybody's competing for the spots to go to Paris because only two groups can be picked. And, of course, Carla winds up going to Paris with two other girls, and then Julie, Aaliyah, and Lucy all wind up going as a group and then there's three other girls with Carla being in there that wind up going to the ah.
2: Yeah, and Carla being the snotty, mean girl of the group.
3: Yeah, because there's always one of those in dance.
2: Yeah, you don't know any, you've never met anyone like that in dance at all, have you? Oh,
3: um. no.
2: Not at all. We don't know anybody like that. Uh, <laughs>
3: yeah, let's go with that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and that's part of what makes dance class fun for you. As we've talked in the past, is the fact that some of the situations uh, that happen in the book are very similar to things that happen in real life. Now, you've gone to dance competitions before, maybe not in Paris, but um, how, no. how did this competition co- uh, a little different than maybe, or how is some of the stuff that happens same to? things you've experienced while traveling?
3: Well, I mean, there's always a shopping thing. We all always go shopping. When we go to do competitions, we always go out with our friends. But this is different because they only have one number, and it's ballet. We don't usually bring a lot of ballet stuff.
2: No, no, and usually you you guys bring lots and lots of dances with you. Oh, yeah. This is strictly a ballet, which makes sense in Paris that it would be a ballet competition.
3: Yeah,
2: Ballet's yep. very big in Paris. Are you there? Okay. Yeah, I started to say yeah. something and then I lost you. Okay. Yeah, that's no, it's okay. I, found... I just suddenly, the line went very dark, or, well, I guess not dark's not the right word. Uh, yeah. So, now, does, the, does this take place a lot in Paris, or is it half and half? Because you talked about them competing for the spot.
3: Yeah, well, it's kind of like every other issue. Like, there's one main event, but this this was a lot um, shorter than yeah. like the main story in Paris was a lot shorter than most of the of the usual events because this one was only like three pages. Usually, the main events in other books take like four or five. Usually, take a lot more, maybe ten. But this was pretty really gotcha. short, and then you kind of went back to our regular scheduled program.
2: Oh, so it it didn't end in Paris? It ended back home?
3: Back home. um, They all winded up coming home and going back to dance class by the end.
2: Okay, so they kind of wrapped things up back in there. That's cool. Yeah.
3: Okay. okay. Paris competition is more like in the middle of the story, too, so... It
2: works. Gotcha. Sure. So, any uh, other new, ca- any new characters or any new situations introduced into this one? Well, um,
3: Lucy's love life usually isn't a main thing, so she usually doesn't have a boyfriend in the issues. So that's kind of new. Um, other than that, I think everybody else, everything else is kind of the same. same. African dance is still here. So, sort all of Strong. Um, ah. Yeah. Um, cool. There's obviously school stuff going on because that's always funny. Bringing school, in, bringing the dance world into school.
2: Of course. It does cross over quite a bit. It causes uh, undue drama at times and uh, lots oh, of stress. Yeah. When you're trying to do two things at once. Oh, yeah. Only so much you can remember. Yes, absolutely. So anything else you want to add about this particular uh, volume of Dance Class?
3: Well, I mean, I thought it was really, really funny because it's it's new every time. It's how I think my favorite scene was when Alia was in the supermarket and her brother keeps saying, why do you always dance in the store? And she says, I always dance when I hear music. And they make a bet for 10 bucks, seeing if every time she hears music, she'll dance. So the brother wakes her up at 5 in the morning and starts playing music. And she's not dancing because it's 5 in the morning. Um. So the brother winds up winning $10 because
2: it's 5 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I still think you'd hang in there and, and, and manage to win that bet because you, know, you do dance at five in the morning. You dance in supermarkets. I do you dance.
3: dance. I dance everywhere.
2: Everywhere. I'll
3: be having a conversation, or I'll just be tapping because I can't stop my feet from moving. Uh,
2: that's uh, true of many dancers that I've met. Uh, can't go oh, anywhere yeah. without the tap tap tapping of tap dancing. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned quickly. Uh, you mentioned quickly the African dancing, which was introduced in a, a previous uh, book.
1: Uh,
2: and Sort of related to that, you recently got to try out a very different style of dance for you.
3: Oh, yeah, Irish dancing. That was fun.
2: Yeah, Tell us a little bit about Irish dancing, how it differs from what you're used to.
3: Well, in my kind of cat class, we're always kind of down, and we have our knees bent, and our arms just kind of go wherever they want to. And Irish dance, you have to, like, stand really like stiff as a board with you, and your arms can't move. And the feet are just like, and you're turned out the whole time, which is really weird because <laughs> it's, like, dry. T- My tap teacher took it, and she was completely confused.
2: Are you, you're turned out? What, your feet are turned out, you mean?
3: Yeah, our feet are turned out.
2: So, cool. So really you got fun. to experience a little bit. Uh, of of what it was Mm -hmm. like to be the girls when they were trying their new style of dance. Yeah. Very cool. All right, Mm -hmm. well, it sounds like it was another fun and entertaining book. If you have a dancer in your life or know someone who likes dance or maybe teaches dance, you should definitely pick up a copy of Dance Class. Uh, they're available at papercuts.com. Uh, the books run about $10.99 each, and you can get them from your local comic store, or like I mentioned, papercuts.com. They're a fun, all-ages book. Uh, very, The artwork's very cartoony. Uh, I, I enjoy it. I like the, cart, the cart animated style. It adds to the humor of the book. Um, very well written, and obviously, like I said before, written by someone who has uh, quite a bit of experience in the dance world.
1: Oh yeah,
3: I just love how they bring like the real world the real world situations into the book. Like how gym class is so unsafe because you fall off your horse because you get hit in the head with a baseball. But dance, you 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 think dance is safer, and then somebody goes and crushes your foot.
2: <laughs> Which we've seen happen
3: all the time
2: one of your one of your dance friends got kicked in the hand yesterday, and and the hand was in the air; it wasn't on the ground. So, yeah, <laughs> that I wound up getting kicked in the ball ball once. Yeah, it's a lot more high impact and and full contact than anyone would imagine. yeah it's
3: not all just twitches and point shoes. A lot of bumps and bruises it is those
2: point you. Yeah, absolutely. My all dancers wear socks. All right. Well, thank you. Another fun review of Dance Class.
3: Thank you.
2: And you'll be back again next month, and we'll be talking about Volume 5.
3: Yeah. I'm excited about that. I don't have the book with me, so I don't know what it's called.
2: That's okay. We'll get there when we get there. Um, Yeah. Again, thanks for calling in, and we'll talk to you very soon. Thanks. Bye. All right. That was Princess Maria talking about Dance Class Volume 4, a funny thing that happened on the way to Paris. Uh, once again, you can pick that up at papercuts.com, or you can ask your local comic store, because the full catalog is available uh, through previews. All right. Moving along. Yeah. It's time for The Six Shooter. The Six Shooter is six comic books that I highlighted this week. I checked them out and think you should check them out too. These aren't necessarily my picks for the best comic books that I read every month, but there's something in them that I enjoyed. Uh, There's six that come to to the – no, how do I get caught up in my own words there? Six comics that I found interesting, uh, that I think other people would find interesting, and definitely want to get the word out for, like I said, I don't think they're the best comics, but they're all really, really good. And I think you should check them out, especially if you're interested in any of the topics involved. Uh, First, this week in the six-shooter, again, these are no particular order, is Star Trek Gold Key 100-Page Spectacular. Uh, This one I didn't know was coming out. It was really, really neat if you enjoy classic comic books. Uh, or the classic Star Trek series, this book is for you. Uh, It is a reprint, uh, one-shot special edition, reprinting classic Star Trek comics from the 1960s. Um, So legendary writers like Dick Wood and Len Wayne have actually worked on these, and the book itself collects from different eras of the Gold Key era. Gold Key was the comic book company that originally published Uh, The Star Trek comics, and and at their – in the – yeah, in the 60s during their heyday and probably before and after, Gold Key was a big, big comic book company, and they put out a lot of different books, and one of which was Star Trek. Um The trivia fact, interesting trivia fact on the back cover of the book says that the book was originally created by writers and artists who had never seen the show. They were creating the show pretty much blindly from promotional material that they received, so they didn't know the plots of a lot of the episodes. So some of the things differ from what you saw um, on the show or was familiar with uh, talking to uh, someone in the store who who said these these original comics were originally published, uh, which is why at the time they didn't have the show there. And uh, that's why they didn't know about it. So really an interesting piece of, of history, an interesting piece of Star Trek history if you're is a fan, um, especially classic Trek. Um, definitely check it out. It's the Star Trek Gold Key 100-Page Spectacular is the title of it, $7.99 from IDW, but it's it's huge. It's 100 pages, so it's not like a light read. Um, really cool, and uh, you should definitely check it out. The second book on my pick this week was Superman number 18 uh, from DC Comics. This is the kickoff to Superman Reborn, and it kicks off in a big way. Now, what's Superman Reborn is a story arc running through the Superman titles. They have had interesting things happening with Superman since the rebirth era of DC Comics and that we're in now. In that there's a a random Clark tent wandering around that nobody seems to know the new fifty two version of Superman has been killed, and the current Superman in d c comics is said to be the original Superman from well not the original Superman. I can't even say that because the the modern Superman from the pre rebirth era so there's a lot of crazy stuff going on with superman and if you're not familiar it sounds really baffling but it's not that hard to follow um current superman's living in the rebirth universe uh, he knows that he's from another world he's got his memories of another world he's one of the few characters who remembers the world before the new 52 and the rebirth happened and uh crazy things start to kick off and a lot of them seem to be around two key players and that's this Mr. Oz and of course the mysterious Clark Kent and both play a, a role in this show or I'm sorry in the issue and it'll be interesting it's a really interesting kickoff the, a huge cliffhanger you know kind of shook the world kind of thing going on uh, a lot of rumors as to who Doc Mr. Oz is and it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, but especially the timing of it since they're doing this arc, uh, Superman Reborn, right around the same time they're going to be doing the Flash uh, Batman crossover with the button. So a lot of people are pointing to that these things are all going to lead together to a bigger event. But uh really interesting story, Superman 18, 299 from DC Comics, and it's the kickoff to the Superman Reborn. So if you're interested in, in the mysteries of the New 52, I suspect that this book will play a big part in it, and you should definitely pick it up. On my list of the six-shooter this week, Faith number nine from Valiant Comics. Now, I am a big fan of this series. It continues to change the rules as far as superhero books. Uh, We've talked about Faith before. It's the story of a superhero named Faith, whose superhero name is actually Zephyr. Her real name is Faith. Um, which in itself is a little unusual, but she's got such a cool first name, and it kind of is better encompasses the series than Zephyr does. Uh, Faith is a superhero. She does not have your standard superhero builder body, um, which gets a lot of attention from the press in that she's a normal woman. Uh, she's not built like a uh, – I can't even say what a, – a, a pinup model or – Uh, cartoon, your typical cartoon woman superhero. Um, Also, she is a huge comic book and fantasy fan, so there's a lot of fun references to that. And uh, this book, again, it it continued to change the rules of how superhero comics go. This one focuses a lot on her supporting cast and, and how she's inspired them and how they help her in return. Uh, but not in a big world-saving way in in the way that she lives her everyday life because balancing a superhero uh, career, as it were, and a business career is not easy. She writes for a a website called Zipline, which talks about kind of like a – I don't know if it's like a People magazine type thing, but she actually writes a column as herself and as her superhero alter ego. And there's a lot of uh, interesting things that happen in this book as someone tries to – get in and investigate what's going on and tries to uncover her secret um really a fun book again every month it it surprises me on how different it is it it doesn't follow the typical superhero stereotypes which is what i really really enjoy about it uh faith is a great hero filled with you know uh, she really wants to make a difference and do good but she still has a lot of human insecurities and uh just a great book. It's been picking up steam. Uh, Face number nine from Valiant Comics, three ninety nine cover on that one, and a- another great issue from the series. I- I've enjoyed most of them, and we'll continue to pick it up. The next comic on our list, number four on our list, not number four per se, but the fourth comic on our list is Nightwing sixteen from DC Comics. Uh, I'm so happy with uh, where the current Story arc has gone with Nightwing. I said originally when they brought him back, I was excited. I wasn't all that thrilled with the first story arc. I thought it was kind of cliched and very similar to what they had been doing. But since he's returned to Bloodhaven, got a new relationship. He's got a new supporting cast. Uh, Bloodhaven's new yet similar. Um, They've made a very interesting political dynamic of Bloodhaven and made it a, a fun place for Nightwing to run around. And he's got a new relationship. And at the end of the last issue, I was a little afraid of what was going to happen there because it seemed to follow the typical superhero cliche. And you know, unfortunately, we don't get a big payoff of that, this one. Um, you kind of get the other side of the coin, which DC's been doing a lot. They have a big cliffhanger, and then they have kind of a in-between. I can't call it a filler because it does play into the storyline, but it drags it out and uh, it's very popular since they do tend to write for the trade, as it said, where each trade is kind of one complete story of six issues. They tend to spread stories out more than they should, but this one does it in a very interesting way in that you kind of find out what Nightwing was doing when he found out that his his new girlfriend, the Defacer, was kidnapped. Um, And... A very, very humorous uh, tale featuring the return of Damian Wayne. And uh, I was not a Damian Wayne as Robin fan when he came in. I thought the first story he was in was really, really cool. But I didn't like him when he became Robin. Uh, I, I He kind of was kind of shoehorned in there. Times really has grown on me. His, his sarcastic narcissism and over-the-top um, really plays great opposite the very – Different bat family members and Nightwing, especially. And they had a really great run when Dick Grayson took over as Batman for a while. So, and he was his Robin. They played off that dynamic and they did it really well. um, Where he came originally, you know, (laughs) 13 years old and all angry as usual over what he perceived as a slight that wasn't even made by Nightwing, ironically. Uh, But he came in and then ended up helping him, and you realize that there is still a vulnerable 13-year-old under there, which plays well into the the character himself. So they team up. Uh, Interesting, but a a great reveal at the end, as uh, I thought – and I still might be right – I thought they were playing tribute to the original Nightwing comic, and then – this new character, or could be an old character, or a reintroduced character, we're not sure. Last page, really, really interesting. I'm not going to spoil it, because it's cool. If you're a Nightwing and a Titans fan, to see who this character is going to turn out to be could be really interesting, because there's several ways it could go. And uh definitely be looking into it. So if you're a Titans fan and a Nightwing fan, Nightwing16299 from DC Comics, Definitely a cool thing. Nightwing getting a lot of love uh, recently with the the rumored Nightwing film and the fact that they're going to be introducing him into the Batman 66 world as it is. Uh, got a lot of press this week. So Nightwing's getting some prominence again. Uh, it's nice to see. And uh, hopefully this comic uh, continues to be as strong as it is because I'm really enjoying it. And the next one on our list is one I passed by on the show several times, but over the course of a couple of days, people kept talking about the show, and I thought it was a good idea to to introduce people to who might be watching the show and not sure. But it's Riverdale number 1, One Shot, from Archie Comics. Now, Riverdale is the very popular hit CW show that is a very – different take on the world of Archie. Uh, it does feature Archie and Jughead and Veronica and Betty and Josie and the Pussycats even, but um, there's a, it's a murder mystery and it's a very uh, drama-filled series and a lot of twists and turns that you might see more on a... I can't even say Dawson's Creek because Dawson's Creek wasn't quite this uh, dark and dramatic, but they did have its high dramatic moments. And uh, it's become very popular on the c w It's not quite um, what's going on in the regular Archie comics. there's like we talked about two different styles of Archie comics now, the more mature uh, modern stuff and the fun throwback cartoony stuff that they're both putting out. Well now they released a one shot in the world of Riverdale it is, It literally sets up the show as it were. It's four stories in in one magazine uh, or one comic. And it's set right before the events of the first issue. So you get to see uh, the Archie-Miss Grundy situation play out. Um, You get to see what Jughead was doing right before it happened. And, of course, uh, what led to Veronica coming to town and and Betty's uh, L.A. romance, as they talked about it. And if you're a fan of the show, it would be a great way to um, supplement this show is by getting into and seeing kind of a prequel of what happened, Uh, give you a better understanding maybe of some of the things, or if you have a friend who's into the show and not into comics, hand them this copy, and maybe they'll start getting more into uh, Riverdale and Archie. We don't know if they're doing more Riverdale comics. I imagine there'll be more coming. Uh, I don't know if there'll be a companion series or not, but considering how popular the show is, it'd be silly for the Archie folks to not Uh, capitalize on it. So Riverdale number 1, it's a one-shot, so it's all self-contained and uh, doesn't necessarily show signs of a a continuing series, but again, I'd be really surprised if it didn't happen, and that's from Archie's Comics. Not Archie's, plural, Archie. And the final book of The Six Shooter this week, and I was back and forth. There was two books I was going to choose, and both of them uh, quite often get... um, attention here in the six-shooter because I'm a big fan of both books, but this week I went with Batman number 18 from DC Comics, and it's the I Am Bane storyline, and they've done a really good job of reinvigorating the Bane character in this uh, – Bane started out, of course, he was the, quote-unquote, the man who broke Batman in the legendary Nightfall and Night Nightquest uh, stories, um, and after that, he – it was a victim of his own popularity. They used him to death, and he eventually got beaten by everybody and their mother, and became a watered-down side note joke in a, in a lot of instances. And in the case of the Batman and Robin movie, he he was a one-note side, so side show joke. Um, but the current storyline is really making him a serious threat. Bane's coming to town, and Batman's worried about it. And you get to see that you know Bane is is playing his game and trying to lure Batman into a trap, but Batman's still Batman, so he has his fail-safes, and it's really an interesting chess game between the two characters and their factions as Bane's coming to take out Batman's allies, and Batman's doing everything he can to uh, protect them and, and still manage to, to take out Bane and his, his organization, and you're seeing some of the classic Bane characters involved, and this one was really, really good in that, you know, uh, my only complaint is this is the second time in recent memory that Batman's kind of used himself as a punching bag in order to distract a villain. Uh, seems to me Batman's a little bit smarter than to have this these giant uh, steroid-filled monsters beating the tar out of him as his only means of distraction. I hope it doesn't become like an ongoing joke. Um kind of like in the first league of the justice league where they wanted to establish a threat. So they, the first thing the bad guy did was punch out Superman. It seems like Batman's go-to move now is to let himself get beat up and then jump up and say, ha ha fooled you. Um, hopefully they don't rely on that too much, but we'll see what happens. It was still a really interesting twist. Um, you're starting to see some of the different play uh, back and forth. Like I said, it's a really interesting chess game. And it's the third part of the I Am Bane storyline, and we know it escalates greatly because the write-ups for the, the future comics you know, talk about quite its price that they pay for battling Bane. So high-stakes stuff. Bane is a threat again, and it's really interesting uh, uh, piece of work coming out of DC Comics. Batman number 18. And that's $2.99 from the fine folks at DC Comics. And I really enjoyed the the storyline so far. And that is our six-shooter for this week. All right, it's a new month. So that means it's time for a brand-new secret code for the posse. Uh, If you're a member in good standing of Maverick's Posse, then you have your membership card, and then you have... The secret decoder. You can get the secret decoder at any appearance of mine, or if you want one, you can hit me up on Messenger, and I'll mail you out one, a membership kit. That includes the decoder and some other fun memorabilia and things, and you'll be a part of the posse, and that's going to be a big part of the show going forward. But this is the secret code. Every month I'm going to do a new secret code. Uh and you can have an opportunity to win a prize. All you have to do is decipher the code, mail it back to me, mav at com, and I will pick one lucky winner from all the entries received. This month's prize is a Collector's Core Marvel Funko Pop of Thor. The From the Collector's Core box that I unboxed a couple months ago, it is the Jane Foster Female Thor up for grabs this month. Could be yours, all you have to do is decode this message. I R W U O R P V G D R M W Y F D D H I'm sorry, oh I read that wrong. Go back to that last part, Y-F-O-O-H-V-B-V. This is what happens when you try to go too fast. I'll do it again. I-R-W-U-O-R-P-V-G-S-V-D-R-M-W-Y-F-O-O-H-V-B-V is this month's secret code for Maverick's Posse members only. If you didn't get any of those numbers or you got confused when I make my big goof up, you can go to MavericksRoundup.com, go to the secret code page. Tomorrow it will be – or actually later today it will probably be changed, and you'll have the new secret code up. Email me your code for a chance to win a Funko Pop exclusive. So get on that, Posse members. Big things coming out of the secret code this month. So I hope you enjoy doing that. Uh, Mentioned briefly, you can get a secret decoder card and membership kit at any of my appearances. My next upcoming appearance is April 1st in Briarcliff, Pennsylvania for Liberty All-Star Wrestling LAW Homecoming. You can get tickets at libertyallstarwrestling.com or you can go to the Briarcliff Fire Company Number 75 for tickets. They are both ticket outlets for this event. I will be in the ring and hosting the halftime Intermission show at the event itself. So come on out, get a secret decoder, put your mask on, and have a great time there. For information on this show, my upcoming appearances, blog, and more, check out mavericksroundup.com. You can follow me on social media, on Instagram at Mavericks Roundup, and on Facebook at Mavericks Comic Roundup. And now on Snapchat at Mavs Roundup. I keep promising that I'm going to uh, spend more time on Snapchat, but I, I'm going to have to have one of the kids teach me how to use it more because – It could be a very fun thing in the future. Uh, You can read my weekly comic book reviews for the Totally Driven Entertainment Network at TotallyDrivenTV.com. For more of my comic book reviews, go to the Comic Universe Facebook page at Comic Universe on Facebook. And the family Star Wars podcast, Galactic Clubhouse that I host with my daughters, coming soon to Totally Driven. You can check out at Galactic Clubhouse on both Facebook and Instagram for stuff we are still posting. We are writing and planning the show for its relaunch. We have some great ideas, and actually there will be a sneak peek of Galactic Clubhouse in a couple of weeks, uh, where I have both girls on, and we do a Star Wars-themed Galactic Clubhouse episode, so you can kind of get the feel of how that show works. Uh, You can also catch me every Friday night right here on the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network as I co-host Liberty All-Star Wrestling's LAW Retro Wrestling Radio, where we discuss the greatest wrestling and wrestlers of all times and cover all of the Liberty All-Star Wrestling news. That is all the show I have for you this week. I do thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you to Princess Maria for calling in and reviewing uh, dance class, Uh, One more bit of news. uh, Locally, I got a show plug here for the South Jersey Comic-Con and Toy Bonanza. That's going to be Sunday, April second, two 2017 at the Holiday Inn on Route 70 East in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Admission just $3, and kids 10 and under get in free. We're also promising free comic book packs for the first 100 admissions. Uh, You can go to FrankensteinComics.com for show information on that one. Uh, If you're in the New Jersey area, Uh, Comic book show coming your way. Comic book, Comic Con, and Toy Bonanza, they're advertising. So get out and check that out. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. There will be no show next week. I will be uh, away with my little dancing girls as they compete in uh, York, Pennsylvania. So uh, since it's an all day Sunday con, I will not be available to do the show. We'll be back on March 19th with a brand new episode of Mavericks Comic Roundup. So thank you for tuning in, and until we meet again, happy trails.